Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Mixed martial arts and boxing fans, it's time for Fighter's Fury, Inside the Heart of a Champion, with your hosts, Brendan Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns. It's time for Fighter's Fury on AM790, The Ticket. All right, good Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome on in. Fighter's Fury here on 790, The Ticket. What happened last night? Anything? We'll get to the craziness with the brawl and all that stuff in a second because I know that anybody who's, you know, I know that this is a, a niche show and that I'm sure there'll be uh, various people differently that uh, that are tuning into us that want our, our thoughts on what went down there. We'll get to that. We will get to that. But this is the one thing that I, I do want to give props to before we get to the craziness that ensued with everything that went down after the fight with, Habib versus Conor McGregor because I do think this needs to be acknowledged because it is an important piece of the puzzle and it's not the part that's going to get the most coverage it wasn't the thing that got the most coverage last night hell we didn't even get to hear what the champ said about his performance in the octagon after everything that went down after the fight so let's just talk about the fight first and the performance that went down and then we'll get to all the craziness we'll take it a bit in chronological order if you will so, Habib versus Conor McGregor yesterday. Habib ends up getting the finish in the fourth round. Uh, submits him. Uh, a neck crank, rear naked choke type of submission. And does exactly what he said he was going to do. Gets Conor McGregor to tap out. And for Khabib, I really think this needs to be said. He dominated Conor McGregor really in every facet of the game yesterday in that octagon. Conor McGregor... Did not look good at all. He tried some strategy where he was walking down Khabib early on in the fight, but it ended up in some weird position on the ground. So we basically said he spent the first entire round of that fight neutralized. They're both kind of jockeying position. Khabib has his legs tied up like he does to everybody and kind of is just a count-out round. I mean, it's it's a, it's a round where you can both tell that they're, they're a little bit huffing and puffing. There's, uh, there's some exhaustion setting in, but wasn't the most uh, engaging round. But we know, okay, Khabib was able to get Connor down like he is able to get everybody down. But Connor really didn't have a, a, a wow moment, didn't have a game-changing moment. And all of a sudden, we're in this, this situation where he's tied up, has to spend an, a, an enormous amount of time on that ground, but no real damage inflicted there. Get to the second round, more of Khabib imposing his will. And what happens is... They start out on the feet. Khabib cracks him with this just unbelievable shot that, whoa, like, everybody just has this whoa moment. Like, whoa, I can't believe that Khabib just rocked Connor like that. Connor was shocked by it. Clipped him early. And that was a huge, huge game changer. It was the biggest punch of the fight. It was the best strike of the fight. And what everybody went into this fight thinking, well, whenever this thing is on the feet, Connor should dominate. He did not. 
And that was the thing that was most shocking for me about this whole performance is that it's not just that Khabib was able to get to his game, which he does with everybody, and that he really was the kryptonite for Conor McGregor because of his grappling and because of his ground and pound and because of his excellence in those two fields. But it was when this thing was on the feet, yeah, Conor McGregor was able to to win that third round on all three judges' scorecards, on my scorecard. But even in that third round, he never really had a game-changing moment. He was able to keep it up. He was able to stuff some takedowns. He was hitting some nice knees. You know, maybe, maybe Khabib was gathering himself a little bit. I don't know. But that left hand, that sweet, magical left hand that has is, that is made the star that Conor McGregor is today, didn't quite have that snap, didn't quite have that fluidity, didn't have that accuracy, didn't have that that just game changer that he's always been able to produce in mixed martial arts. Even against Nate Diaz, he was able to hit it at will, was able to knock Nate Diaz down, looked like the quicker fighter. And that was something that was very noticeable to me with Conor McGregor. Um it was it was it was a case of I thought that he really really looked I don't know if out of shape is the word, although he didn't look in the best shape in the world. You know, he came in at a, at, a, at a weight 154 and a half pounds. Almost makes me feel like he was worried about his weight, that he had to do extra cutting, the fact that he was going down even extra. Um, but I don't know. It was just a case of what we see him do well, the movement, his movement looked very ordinary. His speed didn't look like it was there. I felt like his legs looked smaller, if that makes sense to anybody. But like Conor McGregor normally has these like th- these these pretty thick quads for a five nine guy, hundred uh, one hundred fifty five pound fighter. Um, didn't think that they looked uh, as big, so I didn't feel like he had the same bounce to him. And yeah, I, I just I don't feel like we got the best Conor McGregor in that fight yesterday. And so that's ultimately what I was disappointed with. Um, it's not to take credit away from Habib, who did everything that he said he was going to do, and he, do- I can't stress this enough, dominated every single facet of a mixed martial arts fight. I don't want to hear about knees. I don't want to hear about front kicks to the body. That is not where fights are decided, unless it is able to, to, to hit your liver and you go down. Maybe it's separated and kept Khabib off him because Khabib was on him basically the entire fight, but Connor was that was the worst version of Conor McGregor we've ever seen in an octagon ever ever and Conor and 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 he had the opportunity to show that this was still his throne that everybody who had been here while he was gone and getting big checks in boxing all that time was uh, that none of them were better than him and he did it all all that he showed was right now He's, he's at best the third best 155-pound fighter on the planet. So when he gets out there today um, and he's calling for a rematch and everyone's going to focus on the fight and the melee because what went down after Conor McGregor tapped is Habib jumped over the cage and went after Dylan Dennis. I don't know what Dylan Dennis was saying. I don't know if that's come out yet, um, but... He jumped on the cage like he he was ready to 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 go after Dylan, who's he's if you guys don't know who he is, he's a he's a Bellator fighter. He's he's known as a jujitsu wizard. 
Uh, also talks a lot of bleep, kind of a McGregor light, if you will, although without the cool accent. And was obviously saying some things to Khabib that upset him. And Khabib jumps over the cage, goes after him. Connor tries to go. This is where things get a little bit crazy. Connor tries to go after, out of the cage as well. So does one of Khabib's training partners. It looks like Connor takes a swing at one of Khabib's training partners. They both get pulled down. And then some team members from Khabib's camp scale the cage, get into the cage. One throws a sucker punch at Conor McGregor. He starts fighting them off. No real damage occurs there. All the meanwhile, you know, Khabib's skirmish with Dylan Dennis was put out pretty quickly. And, you know, everybody's trying to, to calm themselves. Daniel Cormier, Luke Rockhold are trying to get Khabib to calm down. And he's very upset. He's, uh, he's begging Dana White to put the belt on him. Uh, they decide otherwise. Connor walks out. Security escorts Connor out. Um, Khabib does more negotiating. He thinks he's going to get arrested and just asks Dana to please put the belt on him. Dana doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want people to start throwing stuff in the octagon. So it gets really, really crazy. And this is what's going to steal all the headlines obviously so Khabib what the real loss here is and what the real sad part about this is is Khabib was able to do everything he said he was going to do he proved everything that he's been claiming for a while that he's better than Conor McGregor that it's an easy fight for him that he's way better than him and he showed all of that stuff in the octagon and no one is going to think about this. Everyone's going to go back to this night and think that this was this was a, maybe a, a close fight, that they're going to think of the chaos. Like, when this thing sets up for a rematch, which Connor has called for on, on social media, people are going to think, oh, yeah, this is a rematch where they fight. I didn't think this is a fight that warrants a rematch. I, I think we've seen all we can see here. Yeah, I mean, if it happens again, I'll tune in. But this fight is not worthy of a rematch. Khabib kicked Connor's ass every single way you could. He outgrappled him. He mauled him on the ground. Fight could have been stopped in the second round. Clipped him with the bish with the best shot of the fight. And then made him submit. Made him tap out like he said he would. What more needs to be seen here? So all this window dressing of, oh, he went after Connor's teammates. And this is going to be great drama. Should they use this in the next promotion? All this stuff. They will use it in the next promotion. That's how promotion works. They use everything they can to get you to buy their fights. They don't care. They don't, they don't want to care. They're going to use everything they can to get not the hardcore fight fan to tune in, but the fringe fan, the mainstream fan, what the mainstream people are going to be talking about, why this is going to be on First Take and Sports Center and all the talking points is because this thing got very, very personal and in, 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 in people's minds it went too far. But if we really step back on it, if we, if we look at what the damage was done in this entire thing, it's all basically fighters going amongst fighters. But the thing that sucks is Khabib should have been able to, Khabib should have won that fight, got his hand raised, then talked his mess, right with Connor there having to eat it. And that would have been the real staple of showing I'm the guy and you're a fraud and you've been a fraud the entire time or something in that regards, validity to it or not. And instead, 
Now we got to talk about, oh, the, well, now there should be a rematch because look at all this heat that's still there. It's like, man, there's been heat. It's been heat this entire time. Did you not know when Conor McGregor threw a, a dolly through a bus window that there was heat between these two guys? And so when you're asking, oh, well, uh, th well uh, they shouldn't use that in the fight. Yeah, they are. Because I tell you one thing, they're not going to use this fight. This fight was an ass kicking. One way, one way street. It was a mauling. So what, what, what? What else would they use to sell a rematch? So, you know, that that's the thing that's ultimately disappointing for me for Khabib. You know, we can talk and sit here about the the yeah, but the what if. Yeah, but Connor threw a dive through a bus window. Yeah, Connor Connor went to jail. Connor got arrested. And all the things you know, I saw a lot of this yesterday. Uh well, the reaction to this is is nothing compared to to the bus incident are you bleeping kidding me do you guys like do you guys just live in the present moment dana white this is the most sickening act i don't know if i want to work with him again all this stuff was said all the stuff that was said was said that was said last night was said seven months ago it's all in the moment stuff can we both acknowledge the both dumb things to do and that they'll both be used in a fight promotion there are no rules when it comes to this stuff man there are no rules when it comes to fight promotion. The the, the 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 talking about religion, the talking about culture, the talking about where you come from, your family members, all this stuff has been used in the past. It is not original. It is not new. It has been in the fight game forever. What needs to what, what people need to realize is you need to stop acting like you're outraged by it and that and that you want it that you want it to end. Because if it does end, you're not tuning in. You like that guys get personal with each other, that there's a real vendetta uh, uh, going amongst each other, that there that there's some real hate, and that that these guys really, really want to destroy each other. But when it gets a little bit too real, then you clutch your puzzle. Oh, heavens to Betsy. No, I didn't want to see that. Come on, man. Come on. That's not... It, it, is, it has been, in, in, in boxing, in mixed martial arts, it has been a thing to get people emotional the entire time time it has been going on it has been every yes there are for the for the vast majority they 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 shake each other's hands and they 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 show respect afterwards and hundred thousand people watch it nobody buys it and those guys don't make any money you guys don't tune into that what do they buy into they buy into this so you know, what what is a business like the UFC that's sold for four billion dollars supposed to supposed to commercialize? What people buy, what people get emotional through, what the, what they fork their money over to. So here's what I hope happens to Khabib. I hope there's some slap on the wrist suspension, something fake, like four months, three months to six months. In the end, a bit a bit of this is you gotta play the result. Nobody got hurt. He attacked a professional fighter. Who was talking bleep about him? Nobody got seriously injured. So let's not get crazy with this. Give him his money. Take ten percent, something like that. Don't 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 go crazy with it. And let him fight in the summer. Like there's the, let's let's let us let us not act like this is some some huge cardinal sin that went down. Could it have gotten a lot worse? Could it have spilled out into the ground? Yeah, but he didn't go after people in the crowd. He went after a professional fighter. And, you know, for the guys that attack Conor McGregor, 
he looks like he threw the first punch. Other guys shouldn't be hopping in the ring. Should have all been settled. It was an ugly look for the sport. Um, it sucks for the sport. But let's not act like we can't just move on from it after a night. He shouldn't be stripped of the title. If anything, here's what's, here's what's silly about it. If you want to be outraged about something, if you want to be outraged for somebody, I'll tell you you should be outraged for. And this is, this is where you should really, really be looking at the fight game and say, this is what's not fair. Here's what's not fair. Okay. Tony Ferguson, seemingly the only person on the planet who can stop him right now is a, is a, is a wad of cable wires that can tear up his knee. Because he might be the best 155-pound fighter on the planet. Okay? Put on an incredible performance after tearing up his knee six months of rehab and goes and does that in the octagon. He might be the best lightweight on the planet. And he gets his title stripped for an injury. But what sucks for him is if Connor wants a rematch, Connor's going to get a rematch. That's what you should be outraged by because Connor does not deserve a rematch after that performance. And the only thing they're going to sell it on is personal beef with this jump in the fence incident. Yet Tony Ferguson, after that performance, is the one who truly deserves to fight for the absolute undisputed championship of the world. With As many times as they've tried to do Tony versus Khabib, I get it. It's cursed. Doesn't matter. If we're really doing a merit system of who deserves to fight for that championship, it was the man who put on the fight of the night in the co-main. But because of this incident, because of Khabib hopping the fence and Khabib's members getting into a, a, a skirmish with Connor and Connor demanding a rematch, he'll get his rematch. That's what should be outraged. Tony Ferguson should be main eventing a card should be fighting for championship money, should be getting pay-per-view points, should be getting all the accolades for doing everything right. And yet, Khabib hopping a fence and Connor getting into a fracas, all that stuff, that's what'll earn the big payday. Not what Tony did. So, we can say this. In the lead-up to this fight, Connor was wrong for throwing a bus at, a, at, 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 at Khabib for, for taking it that far. And after this fight, what Khabib did was stupid. Shouldn't have jumped the fence. Shouldn't have gone after Connor's teammate. Should have rubbed it in in the octagon. That's where he could have gotten his win. Could have, could have gotten a little extra. Enough justifying acts and not enough of either or. And if you want to be outraged by something, be outraged for the fact that the guy who really deserves to fight for the title isn't going to fight for the title anytime soon. We're back after this. Fighters Fury on AM790, The Ticket. All right, welcome back. Fighters Fury here on The Ticket. Seema's in studio now. How you doing, Seema, man? What's going on? Wow. That was, that was a wild night. Wow. That was a wild night. I haven't slept. I didn't sleep either. I uh, because I kept waiting for press conferences. I was surprised they were uh, when Dana was like, "Yeah, Khabib's gonna talk." So I was I was surprised. I thought I thought they wouldn't let him talk. Right. Um, but he did. Here's a little bit of Khabib. This is basically all he said. He basically made a, a about a two minute statement. Here's just a little piece of it. How are you? Uh, first of all, I want to say sorry to Athletic Commission. Nevada, sorry to Vegas. I know this is not 
my best side. You know, this is not my best side. You know, I'm human being, and uh, like I know understand how people can talk about I jump on the cage. You know, what about he talk about my religion? He talk about my country. He talk about my father. He come to Brooklyn and he broke bus. He almost killed couple people. What about this? What about this? Why people talk about I jump over the cage? Why people still talk about this? Like I don't understand. I am respect. I, my father teach me. Hey, you have to be always respectful. My old team, where I'm training California seven years. Everybody know who I am. All my friends, like everybody who know me, they know who I am. You know, and. Uh, I told you guys, these guys, not only him, his old team and him, they tap machines. You know, I told you guys, when you put him wrong way, he gonna tap. You know, what happened today? Like they call him two-time world champion, like two weight classes, but today he tap. And that's why, alhamdulillah, belt is here, undisputed, undefeated USA lightweight champion. Got a crash at Boca Raton. So, yeah, there was, uh, there was, there was Khabib after the, uh, the, the fight last night. Um, Look, I for Khabib going the either or thing, all the things that Connor says. Um, I get people who want to have a problem with it. Fine, um, but all my response would be to Khabib. There would be, yeah, but you guys settled this. It's in a fight. If you yeah. even want to still jaw at him or go even the extra mile, you want which he did, which right he after did, the submission. spitting at him, uh, just jawing at him. That's fine. Like, Dylan Dennis is not Conor McGregor, even if he is talking mess outside. Like, I don't think it's – for, for me, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a place where you go and go get your street cred. It's, it, and and when, when he says things like, why does anybody talk about the, the, the bus thing? Why does it, people do talk about this stuff, but it doesn't make what you did excusable. And Conor went to court. Yeah. And Conor came to a plea, so he went through that process. But in my mind, like – it's fine that could be saying all that stuff. I mean, he screwed himself in that regard. And that, that performance that he put on Sima was was great. He did everything he said he was going to do. And he should have sat there and just rubbed it in Connor's face. And he was so geeked up afterwards from doing it uh, that he just, he, he, it was almost like he wasn't satisfied that it got to end with Connor McGregor tapping out. No, I think he wanted to inflict more damage on him. Yep. I don't necessarily think he, in his mind, you know, the comments that he made before the fight was that he wanted to rearrange Connor's face. Yeah. So he didn't really get that opportunity. And even when he did, there was a certain point in the second round where he was going for ground and pound. And he just was throwing, throwing, throwing. But Connor was doing a really good job of defending against those shots. Yeah, he took some shots. But I don't think he took the full brunt of those shots. And I think that was building up frustrating. He in... didn't. I do think that. I do think that in that second round. I think if that if the person under those punches wasn't Conor McGregor, because I think I think Herb Dean was going to give him every opportunity because, you know, he has that knockout power. He is the star that he is. I think if that was anybody else, they would have stopped that fight. I mean, he was doing he was doing nothing to return fire on that team, and he's turtling up. Like, if you're not defending yourself really or firing back, like the, the the rule is they could step in and stop that fight if the shots are clean. I thought they were pretty clean. I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I thought there were some shots that landed, but I thought the 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 great majority of them were not clean shots. Someone that that's punching and they're grazing off the guard is not a clean shot, and a lot of those shots were grazing off the guard. Did he hit him? Yes, he connected. I don't think that he connected a significant amount of shots, especially when he was turtled up. 
Um, but I do think that he obviously won the fight. He fought a great fight. Yeah. He fought exactly the way that he was supposed to fight, and I think exactly the way that everyone anticipated that he would fight. I think that it seemed to me that Connor was hopeful and optimistic that the verbal sparring before the fight would have gotten Khabib out of his game. Right. And I think that he was hopeful that Khabib was going to stand and trade and try to create some of that damage on the front well, side, and he didn't. He stuck to what, his game plan. Well, this was interesting. We talked about this a little bit of the break, about that first round. This is what was interesting about that first round. Um, was was Connor, Connor walked across that cage and came forward. Yeah. And normally it's Khabib who is the forward guy. Connor is typically a counterpuncher. Only time you really think about Connor really going forward is the Nate Diaz fight, the first one, um, where he's trying to to inflict, and then uh, you know everybody knows the story. He ends up gassing out, but even with him going forward, didn't really feel like he had that snap. Didn't feel it. He felt he felt more plotting and stalking to me. And normally he's a guy who's bouncing in and out, bouncing in and out, finding his range, finding his range, and just didn't. I don't know. It didn't feel like the same. Connor, it didn't feel like he came into this fight with the same bounce in the same kind of shape. He 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 looked. He just he just looked a little bit slower. He looked. He didn't have that snap on his punch even even in that little exchange. Because remember, like it was a really weird exchange that ended up them up on the ground in that first round. It was like Connor ended up on it. They both ended up kind of reversed on each other, and then up against the cage, and it was kind of just neutral neutral city from there in that first round. But you know he gets up and it just didn't gets up. It takes that big shot in the set that haymaker in the second round, which knocks him down. Um, so I think that I think even that got Connor's respect a little bit and didn't really didn't really seem to me like he was he was free and easy with that left hand at all the entire fight. I would agree. I think I don't think he fought. I think that the the talk and the lead up to the fight actually got in Connor's head more than anybody's. Really. I do believe that him stalking and him wanting to plant plant and fire big shots is totally different than how he rose to fame and and rose to all of these victories and big fights. And I think that he was he was plotting. I think that he wanted to do some damage and I think that he was focused on trying to knock out Habib early. You do that when you plant because you can put all your force behind your shots. He wasn't free and flowing and bouncing. And sometimes when you're free and flowing and bouncing, you don't land big shots, but you land shots that count and shots that matter. Right. And I think that he was out he got out of his game plan. Yeah, like when he fought. When the I fight. come out when I come out of a Conor McGregor fight and I say, Well, what was his best weapon? And it was a knee to the body, like that's not great. That's not that's not what you want if you're a Conor McGregor supporter or just a guy who's watched him a lot. That's not his that's never been his best weapon. You know, those 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 side kicks, those range finding kicks, those are usually setups. Um he just he didn't have he didn't have his setups going tonight. He seemed like a guy who once he took that once he took that big right hand, um, he was pretty cautious the entire night. And then obviously once Khabib got a hold of him, you know, he kind of did it every which way. Tripped him, dump trucked him, um, you know, just tied him up in a scramble at one point. Like he every he, you know, Connor probably went to the well a lot of different ways, and every single way, Khabib had an answer to get his ass on the ground and 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 wear him out. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week that Connor didn't. Connor was in. He was in millionaire fight shape. Yeah, rich man shape. Yes, without it, without a doubt. 
And I, I still think, and I said this last week on the air, that this was the wrong fight for him to come back. Mm-hmm. He looked like a rusty fighter. He looked like a fighter that had not been in real fights. You can't count the Floyd Mayweather fight as a real fight. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. And I think that he should have he should have come back and fought like a Diaz who's been out smoking weed for two years for their trilogy as an entry. If you wanted a significant fight, that's probably the most significant fight with the the least of amount of adversity that he would face. You know what you're facing with with Diaz. You've been in the cage against it twice before. You've both been out of the cage for a long period of time. Make the trilogy, come back, and then fight. Once you've gotten one under your belt, you've, you you kind of knock that, shake that rust off. Yeah, and the other thing that happens, you know, we, it, there's a difference, I think, just in, like, all these athletes are in good shape. But there is a difference with, con- like, there is a difference a lot of times when a fighter reaches that kind of peak. It's why you should very much, you know, pay a lot of respect to Floyd Mayweather that he always shows up in shape um, with all the riches that he's made. But there's just a difference of guys who are on the rise, on the climb, and the and the, the damage they want to take maybe in sparring or the risk they can do just to sharpen that iron a little bit. And then there's this. You know, it happened with Ronda. When Ronda... Ronda did a couple things. You know, Ronda had been using her arm bar forever. Seemed like she perfected it to the point where she didn't need to practice it anymore. Then basically went into fights, you know, the Holly Holm fight, just basically practicing striking. And she doesn't have a very good striking coach. And so you get a false sense of security. She loses that fight. Then she goes and trains for the Amanda Nunes fight. Never spars for it. Never spars for it in the entire camp. And it's like, well, how you how how do you get better if you're if you're going into this this matchup with a striker of her caliber? Um it's uh yeah i don't know i just i, I felt like we saw about the war yes cr- credit to could but i do feel like we saw about the worst version of connor you could ever see in a fight um for this so i guess the question is we'll get to this on the other side is uh is what do they do next with all the incidents with where tony ferguson did last night and uh the stats for rematch we'll get to that next it's fighters fury on am 790 the ticket Just uh, going over a bit of the details of the melee yesterday. If you guys are just tuning in, we've discussed the fight and Khabib's performance. And what do you think is going to happen, Seema, with 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 Khabib punishment-wise? Because I I always find it hard with punishing fighters with stuff like this because it's not like a team or a league. They are state commissions. Um, I don't think this is something that's worthy of him getting his title stripped. I definitely think they'll hand something down. If I had to guess, I would say something like a six-month com- uh, suspension because that seems like you you gave a punishment, but he's not he's not going to lose out. I think on a lot. I don't I don't know. I'm sure they'll take some of his purse. You know, ten twenty percent. I don't know. Uh, they they're all withholding his check, but I, I just I, I it's always a tough one because Dana kind of deferred yesterday to the commission as far as all punishments are concerned well you never know with a commission yeah especially nevada state athletic commission however i i will say i don't think his title should be stripped i think it one thing has nothing to do with the other i agree i think that what could happen depending on the length of suspension i think if nothing else tony ferguson deserves 
to fight for a title within the next three or four months. Yes. He's earned that right. He deserves that he's right. The, he's the guy I feel, in a weird way, he's the guy I feel worst for in all of this. I because what a beast, I, I, if, if last night happened and it was just a fight, right? Do you think that without all the extra stuff, we would be talking rematch today? No. I don't think so either. And I think that's... that's if Although, we're to- although... Connor does call some of his own exactly. shots because totally. of the Well, he's already had. He's already right. he's already called for the rematch, which yeah. means Connor's going to get the rematch. But I really think that if it didn't have the extracurricular stuff, I I think there'd be more people saying, "Man, Connor really doesn't deserve a rematch. Tony deserves to fight for the title. He might be the best lightweight on the planet." He he's might He's a beast. He's a monster. I mean, that beating he put on Anthony Pettis. He made him quit. I don't care what anybody says about the broken hand. We've seen fighters fight with a broken hand. I think even he's fought with a broken hand. And as diverse as his game is, I think you and I talked about it off air. As I as diverse as Pettis's game is, he could fight with a broken hand. And Ferguson just systematically put, chopped him down and put so much pressure. He was playing patty cake with his face. Yeah, it's funny. You know, Tony even said after the after the fight, he goes. He's shown a lot of respect to Anthony Pettis, and he's like, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we looked up to a guy like he's Mr. Kick off the cage. He is Mr. Versatile, and it's funny. It's like, man, he's three years older than Anthony Pettis, and that's how long Anthony Pettis has been around. I thought Anthony Pettis, I thought he did look good yesterday. I thought, he I thought, did. I thought we saw. I mean, put put Tony uh, on his ass with a with a good shot. Then all of a sudden, there was blood everywhere because Tony just. El- I mean, those those elbows are yeah. hellacious from him, and. Look, I really don't know. We've been trying to get Tony versus Khabib so many times, and I don't know which one of them is better. I, I really don't. I think they. Uh, I think it's. I think it's Tony Ferguson. I think is the best in the world. He's in that division. He's so good. He's. I so, don't care he if they have fought a, or not. He doesn't have a weakness. He doesn't have a weakness. Even mentally, I think he's stronger than any other fighter in that division. He, I mean, like, what is that? Did you, that that fact that he didn't go, he didn't have. Physical therapy. He did this all himself. Six months with the with the with the with the ligament tearing off the bone. That's crazy. And the muscle. That's crazy. Yeah. What is that? He. I mean, he. He's. He's a special individual, and that's that to me is the biggest bummer out of all this. Is like people are going to clamor, and and the media is going to act like they're outraged with uh, with guys jumping over the cage and 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 melees and all that, but. That's gonna sell the rematch, and that's gonna that's gonna end up being what what gets the next fight and the next another title fight for Connor and and Tony deserves it. He does. He does. Now, if if Habib gets suspended for more than six months, if he gets a nine or twelve month suspension, first of all, I don't think he can fight over the summer because of Ramadan or or something yeah, along those Ramadan, lines. Yeah, Ramadan I think is uh, August, or it's July or August. It's like a isn't it a three month period that he doesn't fight? I thought it was a month. It might be a month of Ramadan, but I don't think he fights from June, July, and August. I think are the months that are off limits for him. So if if we look at a nine, if it's a nine month suspension, and then he can't fight again until because of the summers that he takes off, um, you know, realistically, this could be a year. Now mm-hmm. I think you've set precedent. You got to kind of strip him of the belt now. He is, uh, by the way, Ramadan is a month, and yeah. this upcoming year it is May to June. Okay. So if they were to suspend him for six months, it kind of coincide, but you'd probably think that he would need another month afterwards to get geared up. So let's say August. Um, I think that's a long time. 
It is a long time. I think that's a long time. Almost a year. When you got somebody that, like Tony Ferguson, that just did what he did, because I think Dana knows he made him quit. Yep. And it's not the first time we've seen Pettis quit in a fight. And I think Ferguson even said this after the fight. We knew that if we stayed on him, we put pressure on him, we would make him quit because he quits. Mm -hmm. And they did exactly that. So I think to go back and answer your question about what do I think the commission should do, would do, will do, it's difficult because I think the commission also has to consider the impacts that the fighter's responses and actions uh, create for the fans. And in a situation like that, and I've heard from many sources that it was pure pandemonium in the crowd yeah, after the really? fight with people from Russia versus people from Ireland versus people that are caught in the middle. It was just melees everywhere. It could have gotten very bad. It, it, that, that, there's no doubt about that. And it is, it, is, it is lucky that it didn't get worse, even with stuff bleeding out into the, into the hallways. It, is, it could have been a malice at the palace type of thing. Um, and it, it is good that it only basically stuck to Dylan Dennis and Connor dealing with, with a, a few of Khabib's teammates. That was in the ring and just outside yeah. the ring. But we're talking about in the concourses and in the streets yeah, yeah. And, and on the casino floors and where all this stuff happens. Because fight fans, you know, when you've got five, six drinks in you and you're rooting for a guy and you see now the fight is carried over and you're extended outside, it's okay. Let's fight. And adrenaline's going all across the board. It's not just contained to within the cage. And not to say that Habib is responsible for those people's actions. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is you're the catalyst for creating that type of environment. Right. It's kind of, uh, it's supposed to be one of those things where it's understood. If you guys are going to sell real real beef and real animosity, that it even with them saying that it's not going to end there in the cage, they're not going to shake each other's That's fine. You don't have to shake each other's hands. That's fine. You could you could talk, but it's supposed to be. There's two guys, legitimately, who are getting a a paycheck to fight right. that night. They're supposed to be the people doing that. And anybody that's registered as a professional that throws a punch on a civilian or not on somebody within the cage or the or or the ring, that's a that's a crime. That's assault. It's not it's not a misdemeanor. It's a felony assault type of charge. The good thing going in favor of Habib and his camp is that Connor decided not to press charges, so there's no criminal proceedings that will be pending. Right. If criminal proceedings were pending, then the state commission would probably wait. They would they would ban them during the time of the criminal proceedings taking place to determine what's what's going to be the ruling, and then they would hand down their ruling on top of that. Mm -hmm. So the benefit for Khabib in his camp is that Connor said, "No, I'm not going to press charges," and and they were released, and and it's there's no criminal proceedings. What do you think about this? Instead of doing, I know Connor's is calling for a rematch right away when all this stuff settles. But what do you think about giving it some time? Like for example, uh, Dustin and Nate are both going to fight, and Connor's beaten them both. Uh, there's obviously the Nate trilogy there. Dustin's at a different weight class. Why not have Connor fight the winner of that fight and have Tony and Khabib fight? I think that's a more realistic fight. The unfortunate side of that is Connor's going to make those decisions. 
and it's not going to be solely Dana White, the fans, I, the I UFC. I think that's the better fight for Connor because I, I think that he still has a chance to beat either of those guys. Yeah. I don't think he's got a shot to beat Ferguson. And I think it would be very difficult without any time in between to beat Habib. I think that he needs another fight in between, possibly against a Poirier, if Poirier can beat Diaz, that would help him because he. I think he would— Because Dustin's going to strike. Dustin's, Dustin's going Dustin's to strike, but Dustin's also has a threat of taking you to the ground more so than Diaz. Definitely. definitely so I think but, that Connor has to prepare for that in fighting a Poirier more so than he would for Diaz, so maybe he can get his training up because after, after last night, I was disappointed that he had no response or no answer. I thought that throwing kicks was the last thing that he should have been doing. Yeah. I, I, Being on and one I, leg. And I also just think it's a case of I, I just don't think he looked – I don't think he looked at his peak last night. You saying cage rust is real? I don't think it was cage rust. I, I think I think we nailed it. I, I think we nailed it with I just don't I don't think we saw the best in shape Connor we've ever seen. I don't think it was I don't think it was the lack of timing. He just he physically didn't look as good as we've seen him look. You know, like he had I, I found it interesting that he cut to one fifty four and a half. Almost made me feel like he was a little bit worried about how much he had to get off. That 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 he wanted to uh to overcompensate for him not feeling that great in shape. You know what I mean? Like he didn't just come in in championship weight. He wanted to. He wanted to stretch the extra mile. Um, I don't know. I, I th- there's part of me that just feels like that's not the best version of Conor McGregor. I don't know if the best version of Conor McGregor. I'm not trying to say the best version of Conor McGregor doesn't beat Khabib. He may still lose. The best version of Conor McGregor against Tony Ferguson still may lose. But I don't think what I watched last night was the best Conor McGregor. Um, so I would agree with that. Yeah, that that's that that I just I just found that very noticeable that he just didn't I didn't feel like at any point in that fight he had that imposing sniping accurate left hand at any point and he looked maybe it was a case of uh, he was hesitant because of the takedowns he was hesitant because quite frankly look Khabib knocked him down cracked him had the best had the best shot of the fight so then we'll say millionaire complacency is real I think so okay I, I think look. I mean, look, half the fight, half the time he was promoting the fight, he was promoting his whiskey. Looked, he, he was, the thing he was in Do my, you blame him? No. no. I get it. I get it. Like, this is, he's a first. He is a first in this. It's happened in he boxing is. many a times. Yeah. He's a first in UFC. Absolutely. You know, some guys have made GSP. And some of they've made good livings. They haven't made this. This is this is a different kind of animal. Um, Really, the only other person we could say did it was Ronda. And, and the same thing happened to her. So. Right. It's just, yeah, from from my standpoint... Unfortunate I'm, thing for the UFC, they got five more fights to pay him big money on. Right. What's, his, what's his contract per fight? His disclosed was three. Yeah, right. I don't, know what his, I don't know what his back end is. Double that. Oh, it's probably way more than double that. Well, plus pay-per-view revenues. I'm talking about... Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's, the, getting, that stuff, he's they, getting pay-per-view. They don't, they don't disclose that stuff. I think he... Connor said that uh, if it hits $2 million, I think he said that he'd make 50 is what he said, which is unprecedented. Wow. Yeah. Unprecedented. So why would you not want to do that fight again if you're Conor McGregor, even oh, totally. if you get beat? Totally. But and Habib, Habib would want that fight again. Yeah, Habib will take that fight again because he probably feels like he won with ease, and he made more money than he's ever made before. Yeah, and he would want that fight rather than risk it all and fight Ferguson. I think both keep, fighters I, are going to do everything they can not to fight Tony Ferguson, the beast. 
He I needs agree. to change his name to the Beast. Not <laughs> well, not the Derek. Be- the Beast last night. The Beast last night showed out. That was un- unbelievable. Let's play it before we get out. I, of here, I recorded that on my phone. Antoine, can you play Derek Lewis? Let me know when you got that. Before we get out, of here, we got to give props to Derek Lewis because of all the 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 dark belief that went down last night after the what fight. What a victory! Well, I mean, he's the best. Four, what was it? Fourteen or eleven seconds left in the fight. He throws. One punch. I don't know what Volkov was thinking <laughs> for either. even engaging this know. guy. But, Unbelievable. But Derek Lewis is is an absolute. He's 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 the best. Here he is. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My b- was hot. I understand. Listen, man, what you just did was absolutely phenomenal. That was an incredible comeback victory. And it, it shows one of the reasons why people love to watch you fight, that you can put it all to bed with one shot. I told them, boys, I got no more heart. You know, they keep underestimating me. I ain't all that technical and all that, but I'm getting there. No one will question your heart, sir, after this. This is a come-from-behind knockout, the likes that we haven't seen in a long time. And you were looking for that big haymaker all night. You found it in the last minute of the fight. I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got knocked this Russian out because they're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin. <laughs> they're talking about USA and his whole. Listen, Derek, you came into this fight, the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. What you talking about right now? I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. Not with no gas tank like that. He's the best. Classic. He's the best. He's just unbelievable. All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, Bellator Grand Prix next week. Uh, Chael Sonnen versus Fedor. Who you got? I got Fedor. And Matt Mitrion, Ryan Bader. Who you got? I actually have Mitrion. Yeah. I do because I think that he's looked really good lately, and he's at, he's got the same kind of fortune that uh, that Derek has. I'm gonna go with uh, with Chael versus Mitrion. I think that's it'll be our, our final. I'm into that one. We'll see. It. We'll see what goes down. If you guys are interested too, locally, uh, Kimbo Kimbo Slice Junior fights next week as well on the the Friday night cards. There's two Bellator cards. There's a Friday night card and a Saturday night card, which is a cool thing they're doing. Uh, but but Kimbo Junior is fighting on the Friday night card. If you guys want to check that out. Seema, it was a fun one, man. Yes, sir. We'll do it next week. Talk to you then. What's up, guys? Bonus segment here on Fighters Fury. Uh, I'm going to make this one quick. Just want a couple of boxing notes that I want to get to. Uh, watched the Zone last night. I had that one on. That was during the, I think it was during the Ovin St. Prue fight is when it was going on. I wanted to watch Jarrell Miller fight. And uh, Jarrell did that work, man. Jarrell Miller uh, put away his opponent in... Quick time, second round uh, TK, second round knockout, not even TKO, second round knockout, and improves his record. He's undefeated. I really think that uh, I think there's a legit shot that he takes on Anthony Joshua next if this stuff doesn't uh, pan out. And look, I, I know the body's weird. I, I I say this with Jarrell Miller. I I think he's a unicorn, man. I think that that size, that that volume of punches that he throws out, despite being 315 pounds officially on weight. He's so damn good. He's so damn good. And it's going to be uh it'll be interesting to see if he gets that shot and and how he'll handle Anthony Joshua. I almost think that that performance it's funny. I think almost Jarrell Miller was too too good and too dominant in that performance that Eddie Hearn might be a little bit hesitant to put him in there. Uh so there's that. The other thing is um 
we got a couple of mandates. One, Charlo, Jamar Charlo was uh, listed as the mandatory for getting Eddie Golovkin. So that's interesting. We may be getting that fight. Canelo Alvarez announces that he's coming back before the end of the year. He is going to be fighting Rocky Felding at 168 pounds. So Canelo is going to go up in weight and fight at Madison Square Garden. So we're going to get Canelo back real soon as well. So just those quick boxing notes before we get out of here. And you guys can all have a fantastic weekend. We will um, we will be back same time, same place next week, guys. So um, enjoy the fights next week, the Bellator stuff. And we'll uh, have some recap stuff for you there as well next week. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.